Hi, welcome to Healing Chronic Illness with Marley. This is season two. This season, we're going to be interviewing some experts in the field. So join us on our journey back to health and wellness. Hey there, beautiful people. It's Marley here. I would be curious to find out how many people that have chronic invisible illness or just chronic conditions are of a introverted personality type versus extroverted personality type. I know that by nature I'm very extroverted, I'm very social, phlegmatic, and um, just enjoy people. When I don't feel well, I become introverted and that is very much due to how much energy I have available. And when you're dealing with an overwhelmed nervous system, a normal response would be to socially disengage. And we've talked about that some with polyvagal theory and Dr. Stephen Forges. But I do want to ask this. Are you really an introvert or are you just ignoring single signals from areas asking for healing? There is a brilliant mind that I follow online. I enjoy her information. She studies deeply, does deep dives on energy healing. The Instagram page is simply organics with an X. And her post this week was, are you really an introvert or are you just ignoring signals from areas asking for healing? She goes on to say that there's a new trend, which is to regulate your nervous system. Yes, I think people are becoming way more self-aware that they're a hot mess and they don't handle stress and they've got issues with their relationships, etc., because of a dysregulated nervous, dysregulated nervous system. And that's my specialty, my friends. That's the magic of Neurooptimal. That is what that is all about. So Simply Organic says we treat it as if it's something outside of ourself. Like, you know, how do I regulate my nervous system by like going to the spa or reading a book on the beach or, you know, looking at external. But here's what she points out. You are the nervous system responding to the life you create through things like your emotions, energy, thoughts, food, experiences, the nature that you do or do not touch, the higher self that you stopped listening to. Emotions and trauma do not settle. And we're talking within the body. They instead cycle. They are a continuous state of motion looking for entrance points into the here and now and, and in our awareness channels. So if you've got unresolved, unhealthy emotions, stuck trauma, it's looking for a way to find resolution and um, looking for places that it can, you know, resolve itself out of or from. So it doesn't settle, it just cycles. And if you've ever read The Body Keeps the Score, there's another perfect example and lots of great research and explanations there about emotions, healing codes, trauma, etc. 
Recycling experiences through different people and scenarios is kind of how we see things, how our nervous system tracks things, the lens that we look through. And it's all an attempt to help us learn and grow and understand so that our nervous system can properly serve us. Thoughts and emotions are imprinted into our DNA. They're in our energetic fields, they're within our organs, in our consciousness, it's all part of the human system. It settles in the spine and it's a multi-dimensional levels of consciousness because it's in the body, okay? You are meant to understand your experience, not avoid, ignore, and forget it. The mind, body, spirit, energy, body keeps the score always. Anger, fear, fixed ideas, insecurity, jealousy, and negative self-thinking are all actually active toxins. They all create rigid signals that oxidize cells, which leads to cell death. Many people eat clean, but their emotional life is a hot mess. And I'm not going to say what she described it as because then I'd have to change my podcast to explicit and I'm just not. <laughs> Essentially, these healthy habits like eating clean are canceled out or you, you take the best supplements in the world too, but they're canceled out because all of the potential healing that's in the food is dysregulated and not properly used because of our hot mess dysregulated nervous systems and our emotions that we're not dealing with. So bottom line, deal with emotion. Okay. One thing that had helped me tremendously because I was kind of raised to get over it, or if you felt a certain way, you're not allowed, you know, don't cry. You'll make it worse. Or, um, I thought that, you know, why would you purposely want to like sing the blues or like bury yourself in a pint of ice cream because you were wallowing in something that broke your heart, you know, whatever that looks like. I never understood that and I never allowed myself for that because I wanted to at all costs just ignore, put aside or avoid ultimately negative emotions. But when I learned that emotions are simply indicators, they're not positive, they're not negative, it's what we assign value to. But if we can see that when we're having an emotional response, whether it's fear or anger or happiness or sadness or excitement, that that is an indicator. Now, what do you want to do with that information, right? So instead of avoiding them, feel them. Feel the feelings, experience the emotions until they no longer serve you. Because guess what happens? That energy, that frequency, that cycling that happens in the body when emotions are not properly dealt with, they cycle and they burn a lot of energy. And if they are not felt in a healthy way, they get stuck and they cycle and they look for a way to escape. So. What is a beautiful thing to do every now and then? I don't know. Maybe you need to have a good rager. 
don't do anything sinful or harmful to yourself or anybody else. If you're needing to let out some pent up anger, your pressure cooker ready to blow, deal with it in a healthy way, go boxing, go running. I had a friend who um, was dealing with some really heavy emotions and literally left her house and went for a run. And now she is like running marathons. She realized it was really healthy. A way for her to get rid of stress was to go for a run. And she's a cancer survivor and also a diabetic. But running has helped her handle her stress. Um, maybe you just need a good old-fashioned cry session. Whenever I, you might have experienced this too, but I know for myself that when I have one of those deep-hearted, painful cries, especially after the death of my father, which came in waves, and then also when several years ago some dear friends all were killed in a single motor vehicle accident, I cried through that trauma and, and that pain every day, not just a little cry, but like deep wallowing cries for six weeks. To the point that I went to my eye doctor and said, something's up with my eyes, I've got something wrong, I've got this migraine, I, whatever. And she looked and she's like, like, you have no tears left. Like, I literally emptied my tear ducts and had the, just was not able to cry anymore. I had cried and cried and cried and cried for six weeks every day. But I needed to. And so maybe that's something that you need to do too because there's something to be said that once you feel those emotions and they no longer serve you, that there is this return on that that helps your body feel a sense of calm, feel a sense of relief, feel a sense of peace. And so listen to that that's part of your nervous system it's part of the great design that you have so don't stop those emotions my friends deal with them for many 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 reasons and um, make that a priority and take assessment of where you might need to look at you know am i trying to avoid things or am i really feeling something here and i think if you get quiet and you get to know yourself a little better and you give yourself space and grace to experience emotions and like physically have a experience of release, you'll be absolutely amazed at the next level of healing that is gonna come to you. So be encouraged, my friends. Feel those feelings till they no longer serve you. Until next time, God bless you.